Mask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. You actually do complain a lot. Now, now I don't know who told you you hardly complain, but you actually do complain a lot. <laughs> no, I feel like I could do so much more complaining. Dude, you complain a lot. Do I have chocolate in my teeth? Because earlier in my interview, I had chocolate in my teeth. Wow. That is a lot right there. It's a lot on this side, right? Well, I'm I'm okay as long as you don't start missing that tooth over here that women start to miss, that one over here. Like, that's what bothers me. Women start missing <laughs> Like nobody cares that that tooth is. That's another thing. Like that's a that's whole other thing. But I know what you're talking about. You like, you know, you're like, no, I got, you like, got to see that that tooth is missing over there on the right or left side, and it's not quite a molar. It's it's right after that first set of teeth, like the third one back, and before the molars really get going. And people just be missing that tooth, like it's okay. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get a whole. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> You know why you can say that? Because you got a whole set of perfect white pearly teeth. I do. But you know what? I But you know what's really crazy is I, I take the time to do things like, you know, I will miss the Jordan release to go to the dentist. I will miss, I will miss a Yeezy release to be like, you know what? Maybe I should go to the dentist. I got friends that literally have not been to the dentist in like seven years. And they like, okay with it. No, I know you're right. It's expensive, but you're right. You got to put that priority first because your teeth, you know, your teeth, you can feel things like they're like their own organisms. Look, look, first of all, if I go to your house and you got every Jordan that has come out this entire year, dental insurance is a lot cheaper than that. (laughs) For real, man. Dental insurance, eye insurance is a lot cheaper than I got dudes. I got friends and they're mostly dudes, man. They be like. Man, I, I, I can't even read this. But you ain't had an eye exam in like five years. I'm not even <laughs> sure we got in this conversation, but the tooth thing really bothers me. Like, like I don't, like, what is it? Like, first of all, first of all, and I'm sure Jason is like, are we in the show, not in the show? We're in um, the show. Um, we're going ha- to gonna have a guest, and, and he's going to text me when he's ready for us to call him, Jason. That's just an update on that. But um, let, let's welcome the entire family once again to um, Southern Hospitality, where, you know, it, it's, it's, it's our space, and it's your space as well. It's like one big happy family right here. And, and I'm glad Brittany's back. How are you, Brittany? I am so much better now than the last and- five minutes. <laughs> No, I, I mean, but you know what's funny though? Like, I don't know how we got here, and I wasn't sure that this is. I'm not. I know we didn't mean to start here, but we're talking about like hygiene, and we're just we're talking about different things, right? And what is it with that? Like, okay, it's not the front two teeth. It's not even the next two teeth, and no. it's not even the next two teeth. But once you get out to them first six that connect in the front, somewhere within that seventh or eighth tooth, going that whatever. No, that no, the no. You say one, two, three. Somewhere within that fourth or fifth tooth. A lot of folks be up in the club with that tooth missing. Right. And it's like, you, you have got to know, like, it's it's a wide enough space to fit a whole cigarette through there. Or, you know, or a piece of, like, dent gum. You have got to know that that tooth is missing. Why does nobody get that tooth fixed? I don't know. And I've seen it, too. And I'm like, look, it's been three years. Like, you could have saved up. I get it right away. It's expensive. You may not have the funds for it. Okay, so you got to walk around with a little missing tooth. I'm patient. If it's been three years, I feel I like you're say. being reckless. You're being right. reckless because two years, even I say at the two year mark, you should be starting. You should be making the the appointment at two years. But you know what? Though I really can't even give him two years because first of all, that is your health. And then if I, <laughs> if, I, if, I if I catch you with three outfit, three new outfits on in a row, that tooth could have got fixed, or at least we should have made the appointment. We haven't even made the appointment. We haven't even found a dentist that we like. <laughs> 
And we out here talking about we got to get Cardi B new fashion Nova that just dropped. We got to get that Fenty that just dropped by Rihanna. And yes, I am concentrating on women this time because it is. I seem to catch way more women with that tooth missing than men. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, Brittany. And maybe because I pay more attention to a female's mouth. So, ladies, maybe I'm sorry. Maybe I'm just I'm just kind of a slant there because I'll be looking at a woman's mouth before I look at a dude's mouth. But yo, it's like, and again, let's count. Front two teeth, <laughs> next teeth, next teeth, right? So that's three. Somewhere within that fourth or fifth teeth tooth, before we get deep into the molars, <laughs> yo, at least one. one out of eleven chicks be having that tooth missing. One out of eleven? Where did you get this? I, I could lower the number. I was trying to be respectful. I, I think it's really lower. Maybe I'm just hanging in some of the wrong places. And and another thing too. Yes, where are not, you? Wait, it's not even prejudice because it'd be all different nationalities too. I've seen with it. <laughs> no, I agree. It's it's just all. I think it's the same type of person though. I just feel like you're right. It's that person that's always either they're out. They got a bunch of like uh, material things, and right. and they're the ones with the missing tooth. That's why. But let me okay. Let me ask you this. But shouldn't you doesn't isn't that isn't that tooth like is that tooth some kind of way uh, essential or is it just molars? It's a non-essential tooth. It's a non-essential tooth. Is that, is that why nobody is that why people be like it don't bother me when I chew? Nothing really nothing really cuz it's a non-essential tooth. Now we we've, we've discovered it's a non-essential tooth. I never oh knew that. Oh my god, I think it is. Or you know what? It's they think it is cuz it's an essential tooth to me. You know what I'm going to do? I My dentist appointment got moved. But when I go back to my dentist, I'm going to ask them, first of all, what those teeth are called. <laughs> yes. you know, and, and, I wanna, and I'm going to ask them. I'm going to take a survey from my dental office and be like, do you guys fix this tooth a lot? Because you know, you know what teeth they do fix, especially when rappers get some money. They fix, they put all them big ass chiclet teeth That's in everybody's mouth. Dude, but they have to nub them down first. They they nub your teeth down and then put a thing. That's the part that scares me because that's your original teeth. Right, they, they make them like a like a V or something like that or something. But if you take them things out, but Chucky no, once you once you put them chiclets in there, you don't take them chiclets out. And yes, they are <laughs> big as damn chiclets. Them teeth as big as damn chiclets. Dude, Every- they are. And then sometimes their mouth be crooked because it's like what it's like it's just inevitable because they're so big and they can't help it don't it don't align right. Brittany. Okay. I know I got crooked teeth. I can talk about no, it. It's not. A, it wasn't even about that. You know, because I always like always like to get because you know what I like about about this is too is it's like having you here. It's something I've been missing. So, you know, and me and my sisters talked a lot when I was younger. But I can ask you anything. So immediately it comes to mind, right? This dude been trying to holler at you, right? He he broke. He win the lotto. Better yet, you know what? He get a he get he gets a promotion at UPS. Ooh. And the next thing he do is he go get them chiclet teeth. Now he up in your face like he up in your face like, <laughs> hey Brittany. <laughs> You, 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 going, you going out to eat with them? You know, if they look good, yes. Yes, I am. But I hope they never fall out because I'll leave him. If they fall out, if he takes them out, I'll leave him. They don't They don't take those teeth out. Egan, I think after a certain time, you have to replace them, don't you? But you don't be there for don't that. You don't, go to, you don't go to the dentist with them for that. They're not going to do that in the house while they're laying next to you in the bed. Oh, they you're right. Go. They go to the dentist. You're right. right. It is like a hard, like a. You act like they sitting at the table with you and they like, they like, hold on, baby. Hold on. We about to take a picture. <laughs> I, I got new joints in today, babe. That, that's Brittany. No, they they do look good. They can't look good, but sometimes people just do it overboard. I don't know what dentists they they just like they don't know how to size teeth. No, but I think those those teeth. I think I think 
I'm not a dentist, but I'm starting to believe that those teeth come one size fits all. Because it could be you, that, <laughs> it could be you that go in there, right? You go in there, you come out. I'd be like, Brittany, I just got my teeth. How come our teeth are the same size? We're not the same size. I'm all the, but our teeth will be the same size. You scrappy. Oh my god! Scrappy. Now you call. Now you calling oh, out names. I'm oh sorry. my god! <laughs> oh, I want to hear what you think. Now I want to hear no, what you but, think. But you know what? It, it's just like I could tell because when he talks, like they're so perfect and big. But he's also got a big mouth, so it like hides it a lot. But there's just some. Sometimes I feel like Nikki's are too big. But the, but they but you know what though they they're brighter they're brighter that's that's one good part right they're nice and bright white they're or, beautiful they're perfect but they sometimes they're a little scary some what, of them go to what do they come in like a flavor <laughs> <laughs> you know chiclets no. come in flavors you know chiclets come in flavor yeah. and why, that's all I picture now is chiclets in somebody's mouth like them big all they look like a cartoon because they all be like the same size no you yeah you got me on the one size fits all thing because I really do think that's what it is it's gotta be. Brittany, Why do they I, all look this exact same? Exactly. They don't. They need to go in there and do those. They need to go in there and let you try on a bunch of pair like you do your eyeglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did we? How did we start that? Look, this this show was supposed to. be Oh, on. I had chocolate in my teeth. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah, we got that. Yeah, I can I can see you because I would tell you because I don't want to be that friend. Don't you hate that friend? That friend. I, that, I am that friend that doesn't tell you. You know, why wouldn't you tell them? I get so oh, embarrassed. I get embarrassed to tell you. I don't want to be the one to tell you. Shit, I might be the one to tell you on the mic. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, in that green skirt. I know you're smiling a lot, girl, but right over here. Right Thank over you. here. One time I was serving when I used to do, be a server. It was like three or four girlfriends that came out. They were having a girls' night. You could tell they were had ordered a bottle of wine, red wine. They were all drinking or whatever. One of the girls messed around, caught wine mouth. Do you know what my, wine mouth is? I'm still learning the wine thing. So okay. school me on wine mouth. Wine mouth is when you drink red wine and your teeth get stained. So then they start to look really dark and like maroon and like because the, the wine stains your teeth. They can for some people. For some, it's more than others. Right. When I tell you this girl, when I went to go drop off the bill and she smiled at me, <laughs> she looked like she was bleeding at the mouth. And I was like, you're around your three friends. One of them should tell you, not me. The server, I should not have any part to do with that. Right. So I didn't tell her. And I don't think her friends did either because they left. Let me ask you this. Was her breath stinking? I didn't get close enough. Because here's the, here's the thing. When I was a little kid, right? You know how when you're a little kid and your mom be like, did you brush your teeth? And you'd be like, yes. And your mom immediately knows that you're lying. Because when you don't brush your teeth, everything stays on your teeth. So yes. the Kool-Aid I might have drank, the Hawaiian punch, the Capri Sun, whatever I might have drank, my mom was like, then how come your teeth orange if you brushed? Right. If you brushed right. your teeth. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking she went out to dinner. They probably pissed at her because she ain't washed. She ain't brushed her teeth. She just put on a new dress. She talking about I got this new fashion over dress. And I don't know why fashion over stuck in my mind right now. She you got her new right. fashion over. She got on her new fashion over dress. She ain't washed owl bit. She ain't brushed owl tooth. Owl uh, <laughs> tooth. Owl tooth. She ain't brushed owl tooth. And squishy. And probably flagged a couple of dudes on the way like, girl, he ain't my type. Girl, ain't nobody your type. Look at your teeth. Look at your teeth. <laughs> And she, you, that is the very girl too. You, you know what? I, I'm getting into summer early. You know, um, uh, it was a place I wanted to go today on the podcast. And I wanted to ask you this. Um, but we're here early while we're waiting for Greg to join the show. And Greg's right. a, Greg's going to be a very special guest today. Um, there's, there's, I want to try this with you. It's, it's things that I'm, that I'm hating today. You know, okay. I, I think, I think this is a good place to get today some of the things out. Yeah, but 
But it's but it's it, we can only make it one thing for each of us. We don't want to have a hate in that show. So it's like one thing that you're hating on that you're hating today, and and I give one that I'm hating. And of course, you know me, I'm always ready. So if you need me to start while you're thinking about it. Yeah, because I hate so many things right now. I'm oh my to... god, <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, wait! You've been having you you've been having a good day. Your day's going. Your day's moving. You 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 whatever chocolate was in your teeth before we started the pod, you got that done. You got that out. That's a plus. Okay, I'm sorry. I feel a little better. Okay. For you not to have probably had your hair done for like a month, it's looking. It's I I like it. Thank oh, you. Speak, you know what? Which let me stop you right here. Did you not notice something? <gasps> Did you get a hair? Are you uh, girl, girl, let me take my let me take my let me take my headphones off right now and give you some of this. Let me give you some of this edge right here. And the 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 beard stuck this week. I got I let my beard stick this week, Brittany. I'm in beard gang right now. You Did you see it? Did you do that? Don't worry about how I get things done. Just know, just know that you didn't do that. You didn't do that. Your hairline would have been all waves. It would have been a wave. It would have been a McDonald's M. Exactly what it would have been. You're right. It would have been a look. It would have been woo tang, woo tang if I would have cut my hair. You're right. Stop. You see, let me show it one more time because I I know I know I moved too fast. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God! Here we go. All right, it looks clean. It looks clean. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I hope you and survive. You know, <laughs> wow, Brittany. <laughs> you know what? And you know what makes me happiest about this haircut? You know what makes me happiest about this haircut? What? I had so much hair, seemed like it was growing in my mouth. Like I was like, please, can I just get this? I just. Eakin, Yo. don't you think this is the time for you to take to learn how to cut your own hair and Brittany, beard? Brittany, hold on, Brittany. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't say that I didn't cut my hair. We have okay. not said that I didn't cut my hair. Uh, just You're just assuming. Sense. Was that your first try? You just it was, nailed was, it? Boom. Boom. <laughs> boom. That's all I'm saying. Boom. <laughs> if you did that line, I know you didn't. <laughs> Brittany, sometimes you got to sleep on things. You just got to get up with confidence and you got to make it happen. You gotta make it happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, <laughs> look. And I and I and I'm a, and I'm a little bit upset that you didn't notice in the beginning that I wasn't right. on here with, with my Corona hoodie on. I wasn't on here with the Corona hoodie. That's on. why you took it off. Cause now you, got, you, know, you, you one more time. Hold on, one more time for the people in the back. Here we go. Everybody in the back, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, he hit the slow mo with it. He's panning the room with it. Oh. <laughs> That was good. Yeah, it looks good, man. It looks. <laughs> Sometimes you wake up in the morning and you choose a hand and you just go for it. <laughs> Dude, I've seen so many botched haircuts from dudes doing it for themselves, like on the Internet, for sure. Like, I just saw someone, too, the same thing, but they were like. Garbage. Their hair, their hairline is hot, stinking garbage right now. <laughs> this is, you know, what, the, what I don't know about for women, but you know what, the, what, what this whole pandemic has shown dudes? It's also shown dudes if your barber been doing you dirty. Because if your barber's been doing you dirty, right, and your hair starts to grow, you start saying, my hairline should have been way down here because your barber had been pushing it back, trying to make it perfect. And you're like, if your hairline start with this pandemic, all of a sudden your hairline is down here. You're like, my barber been doing me dirty this whole time. Like, Dude, you know what I'm curious about? Maybe you can help me with this, Ekin, because I always see or sometimes I'll see videos at the barbershop. <clears throat> and it's like dudes that the same thing you said, the barber's pushing their hairline back. But they'll get all, like, it'll be almost stupid, like, just way too far back. And, like, they're really edging it up. And it's like, is that a look? Is that, The barber does not know that's not okay to keep taking it all the way back. Well, 
what I call that is How did and, that and, well, here's here's one thing. And let me ask you this too, because I, I do notice it. I notice it even more though with my with my Latin brethren, because they be up in there with the razor getting everything perfect, right? I know I notice it like and they like a lot with the, you know my Latin homeboys. But one thing too is you gotta be man enough to tell your barber that he ain't right all the time. That's that's the way I feel about it because barbers, it's an art to them, right? So they get on your head. But I'd be like, bro, when you done with this painting, I'm the one that got to walk around with this. <laughs> I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like you might be like, uh, it's my masterpiece. You ain't the one walking in the club with this hair, like with this with this point here and this point down here because you tried to be perfect. So sometimes you got to stop your barber. Like me, I'm quick to be like, first thing I tell a new barber, which I try not to get new barbers, is this. Bruh, don't play with my hairline. Don't try to be perfect and push it back. And I will stop mid-haircut. Like, bruh, don't even do it. Because you can hear when he start touching the hair, be crackling. Oh. <laughs> when he start getting in your hair, you be like, bruh, you up in my hair. You up in my hair. And I know I'm dark-skinned, and it really looks bad when, when the dudes are like your complexion. Because when they start growing back, it's all dark. You be like, bruh, he, he, kill, he killed you, bruh. He killed you. He killed you. But yeah, you got yeah, you gotta tell your barber. Yeah, you got you working together, man. I mean, it's not like the DJ thing. You ain't gonna come tell me what song I gotta play. Do you see? But no, because but you're cutting my actual head. It's a difference. You're cutting right. my actual head. Like, bro, bro, you know I'm an artiste. You're gonna mess around and lose a client. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> an artiste, you're gonna lose a client. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you gotta stand up to your barber and be like, look, bro, you know, like you gotta say, look, bro, this you're doing too much. You discuss barbers sometimes. Will do the most. And shouts out to my guy Mel because me and Mel, we had to grow to each other. Not Mel never yeah. really messed up, but it was sometimes I'd be like, nah, we went up too high. Like right now, I'm going through this thing where I don't really want my hair like bald, so I kind of like keep it like a light fade or whatever. Yeah. And I and I still want it where I can brush it. Like he, today we almost um, you know like when he cut it before we almost left it to where you know like you know you, you know the sponge thing we do. You know how brothers do the sponge. No, I didn't know there was a sponge. Oh, see that. Date more brothers. Date more brothers. <laughs> Learn the culture. Just stop trying to stop. Stop thinking every. Stop thinking every brother does their hair like future. Okay, just stop thinking that every brother's hair is like future. That's true. You know, um, I'm just saying. Greg is ready to join us right now, so we're gonna Yay! Let's, let's get Greg on the line. Uh, um, let's, um, we have to ask Jason nicely. Don't. I'm not gonna act to Jason like you act to me. Like I'm a dude who's missing a fourth tooth. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> can, we get, can we get Greg on the phone? Um, and um, this is this is gonna be. This is going to be a discussion, I think, Brittany, that you and I have been wanting to have, because like I said, with this coronavirus thing going on, you know, for a while, like it has, Greg has actually been a patient and experienced it, you know, and, and Greg's a good friend of mine that actually, <clears throat> and I, I guess I'll wait for him to get online because I, I want to, you know, I like to give people their flowers when they can actually hear it because I, I yeah. kind of, I kind of owe a lot to Greg. I don't, I don't tell this story a lot because he's, he's not, you know, with me as much, but um, I, I want to make sure I give Greg his flowers when he's on the line to hear. Hello? Greg, are you there? I am. Greg, I am actually, believe Greg, it or not. Graham, um, my partner, my homie, my brother, please meet Brittany. I'm not sure what her role is in my life, but I can't get rid of her. Um, hey! What's up, Brittany? Hey, what's happening? Greg, I, I, I wanted to give the Southern Hospitality family a little bit about you and a little bit of history, but I wanted to wait until you got on the line because um, you're kind of like super important, not only to me as a friend and as a brother, but you like a big part of my career that a lot of people don't know about because they kind of know the Tampa part of me. And I wanted to make sure that I give you your flowers where you can hear them. You know what I'm saying? Not in the playback, not later on, but I wanted to have you on the line. So um, when I first moved to Florida- uh, thank you. You know, before we get into even more of, of why we want to talk to Greg for sure today and get some more of his history, when I first moved to Florida, I didn't really, I didn't know that many people, and happened to meet Greg through 
some other mutual friends and um we just started hanging out and then one day greg calls me and greg knew i dj'd or whatever and i was still like trying to get back on my thing actually when i first moved to florida too i was working at a sneaker store Brittany. Because I wasn't I, sure. I, see that. I was I was waiting to go. I was waiting to start school at Full Sail, and I kept changing my date. I went out of town on a tour, came back. I was like, because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I was like, I don't know if I want to give them all this money. Because Full Sail is a grip. You know what I'm saying? It's a grip. And I was I wasn't sure. And I get this call from Greg one day, and it's like, yo, BET is about to do a deal with Disney, and I want to link you with these guys. And it turned out to be the talent casting director Ron Severini from Walt Disney World. Wow. I get a direct link. I start talking to them, going to meetings, everything from how they're going to run the club, which turns into an audition. And my first real break in Florida came because of that introduction from Greg to Ron Severini and Disney and BET and all of that stuff. So a lot of people don't like a lot of people know because when I came to Tampa, somebody else saw me and brought me to Tampa. But that guy, Kelvin, actually saw me at BET. And the BET thing happens because of Greg's introduction and yeah. um. You know, and 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 I, Greg, I know you don't may not want everybody to know this, but his alias is AKA Sugar Bear. You know, Greg. Sugar AKA- Bear. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I got it now. <laughs> so, so I'm glad, uh, glad to have you on. Out on there, the- I can't get it. I can't pull it back. Oh no! <laughs> so, I'm glad to have you on on Southern Hospitality, Greg. And um, we want to talk to you first off about you know, some things that you've done in your career and, and that sort of thing, and then get into even a bigger part of your story is that right now with what's going on with COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, you have been through that in New York City on a real, real super-duper personal, personal, personal level. You know, and I don't I don't know where you want to start with the story, but I kind of just want to bag up and let you... Because what Brittany and I have talked about before, too, was it's one thing to watch... The news is one thing that, you know, even even with with our friend Griff, rest in peace, that passed away. We yeah, didn't get to, we, Griff. we still didn't get to hear, you know, not that we're searching for this, but but it's one thing to hear all this news and all this other stuff. But to hear someone who's actually experienced it and, and actually in a place like New York, that's really going through it. I think that is to me is a much more important story. You know, what I'm saying like that's a much more important thing to hear because we, we can hear what everybody thinks i can hear you know oh yeah you know you're gonna do this but you actually were there you know what i'm saying like you you've gone through it so wherever you want to begin at man and and if you you know however much you want to give us like i'm just gonna bag up and and give you the floor and and kind of let you go um i guess you could start off too how are you feeling right now well i'm, I'm feeling pretty good you know like um i tell you though like i don't know if y'all like watch the news or anything like often. I try not to watch it like all the time, you know what I mean? But like, you know, um, we got uh, one of the reporters, dude on CNN, uh, Chris Cuomo. Um, yeah. He's a cat that, that he also, you know, contracted the COVID thing. And, you know, that dude, he's been in shape for like his whole life pretty much, right? You know, he's been like superheroed out and everything. And, you know, he's been, you know, just honestly kind of chronicling his improvements, you know, day by day with everything. And it is one of those viruses where it's not like the flu um, in the sense that like, you know, you count the days, you can project, okay, six days from now, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, he's, you know, doing exercises, he's doing his thing. I'm making sure like for myself, 
Um, I went through this, this is about just over about like two and a half weeks ago, I got out of the hospital for that. And um, I went in because I had this shortness of breath. And, right. you know, for me, I never had any problems breathing. You know, I never had asthma. I never had, you know, any respiratory, anything. And the shortness of breath, it wasn't because I was like, you know, trying to run a marathon or, you know, run around Prospect Park, you know, and sprint. It was because I was trying to go to sleep. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think what activity on the planet, it, you know, should require the least amount of energy. It should be you trying to sit and go to sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So that's what I'm thinking. Like, you know, OK, this is wrong. So I was like, I told myself this is a Saturday night uh, almost three weeks ago. And then I was like, yeah, if I make it to the morning, I'm going to go to the hospital the next day because this is not right. And I had a couple nights of this before, right. you know, so, um, you know, my friend, uh, he asked me, he was like, yeah, how are you going to get to the hospital? I said, uh, well, you know, um, the hospital's on first half, so I could just take the sixth train. And he immediately started calling an Uber, you know, wow. <laughs> but, you know, thanks to him, you know, so I got there quickly and had my mask on and everything. Cause you know, we're all masked up up here, like, like galore, like everybody's wearing masks. Right. And, um, you know, I got there and I told them that I was having some shortness of breath and they asked that I have a cough and did I have a fever. And then, you know, those three things, they were like, check, check, check. Okay. You can come sit over here and, you know, we'll take a look at you. And they admitted me, you know, soon after that. So I was in the hospital for about six days. Wow. And um, I was really lucky, you know, in one sense, because I was in one room in the beginning where, like, it was a nice room, almost almost like a hotel. You know, it was just like really good reception kind of thing. I was by myself. And, but I knew that there's like two other places I could go from that room. Mm -hmm. Uh, One was, you know, like the people who they discharge and just say, hey, okay, you know, you're, you're going to be good. Just do this, do this, do this. And then you eventually get sent home. And then the other way was ICU. Wow. So, um, luckily I just went into the one where they were going to, you know, they saw my symptoms and, you know, read my, uh, blood work and everything. They were just like, okay, so you can probably go home, but we just got to treat you. So, you know, that's what they did. I ended up moving into a room with three other people. Um, so it was like a room of four of us. And that was a hard part, really, was if you imagine, you know, like how people are talking about being quarantined, like either in your own place or in somewhere that's familiar to you. Mm-hmm. In one sense, I was kind of quarantined in that room with three other people. For like did they have the virus days. or were, like were y'all all in there for the same reason? Do you know? Or, they, you know, like you're just yeah. in a room and you could be yeah. with anyone. That's right, Brittany. Yeah, like they, they all had it too. So this is the wild part is like when, you know, they, they take you in, you know, to the the room. They're like, okay, yeah, you can take your mask off now. You know, like you're good. I was like, what? Said, oh, yeah, no, I mean, everybody here has the same thing. So you're good. I'm like, wow. wow. I didn't. Wow. And you know, literally, you know, you saw people. You know, no math, they're reading magazines, like looking on their phone, stuff like that. Um, 
you know, and did they test you? The, I didn't know if you mentioned that. I don't think I heard you say that they actually tested oh, you with yeah. the coronavirus test. Yeah, when they when they said sit down, like you know, have a seat. When I first got there, uh, soon after that, they tested me. Oh, okay, because uh, yeah, I know that that test is like it's hard to come by, and I know they've turned some people away who like I think I'm having symptoms, and they're like, well, wait till you can't. I guess that is shortness of breath. Is that what they tell you? Go in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I told him, I said, I've never had shortness of breath. I'd never had any history of asthma. And I also went, what I did is I went to the hospital that had a history, like, of me. You know, oh. I'd been in that hospital previously, you know, like years before. And I just wanted to make it easier for them so they could easily see and pull up any data that they needed to. Yeah. You know, to see, like, hey, well, you know, this is all me right here. No asthma, no respiratory, anything. And you know, they were like, okay. No, this is not right. So Greg, you're in so the room. Greg, when we talked about this yeah, before, go ahead. Uh, you want to you want to finish some? I want I wanted to ask you a quick question about that because I know when we talked about when we talked about this before too. You were mentioning like how long that you had had like that cough or whatever, and the nurse asked you that. When 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 people oh talk God, about yeah. when people talk about that cough and stuff like that, like. How different was that as opposed to like a you know like a normal cough that you would have? You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, for someone who hasn't experienced it like myself, we're just seeing what everybody says on TV, right? And then you know, I know you and I yeah. also were talking about you know like there's people that probably had this like back in December, January that thought it was like the flu. And please, yeah. please, please, yeah, tell, tell Brittany and the rest of the Southern Hospitality fam about what you were telling the, the doctor told you about what your actual um, specimen looked like as what he thought the flu was doing. And I know I gave you a couple of multiple oh. questions in there, whichever one you want to get to first, because it was really interesting <laughs> to me how you said, like when they first saw you, when they looked at your he, specimen. He does this all the time. So what you say specimen, you keep making this. What is a specimen? Great. Well, no, what, what they did, not there's not anything ultra gross, but what they did is they um, showed me on the screen what the, what bronchitis is supposed to look like under a microscope, Right. And it was like a like a textbook picture. So if you can imagine, Brittany, it was like a you know like one of those PowerPoint presentation things. Yeah, yeah. So, so he had on like an iPad, and he showed me. He was like, "Yeah, like this is what bronchitis looks like. Like you know, just like regular science from a, mm-hmm. a page out of a book or something." And I was like, "Okay." And then he showed me an image that they took from me, and. Like that was like an actual picture, and but it was wow. super high res, high resolution, and um, he looked. He told me to look at the top of it. And he says it looks pretty similar, right? And it looked exactly like um, the bronchitis example that he just showed me, right? Oh wow! I said like, yeah, but then he said, okay, let's zoom in here on the stem of it, and what he meant by that is like the bottom of it was not the same as the top. So in other words, both the top of the bronchitis and the top of this, you know, other virus was the same, but the, the bottom, the base of it was totally different. Like the base of the other virus was like round, whereas the bronchitis one was more like a tree trunk, you know? So, um, he was like, this is really something that's kind of bizarre to us because We've seen a few people that have come in with this and it's telling them that this flu is now getting smart to where it can disguise itself as another 
disease. Oh my god! You know, in other words, yeah, what it did, yeah, and yeah, you're right. Like I can feel that. Oh my god! I can feel what you're thinking, Brittany, because it's like it basically jumped in the bushes with a little twig on top and oh. said, "Oh, nothing going on here. Move oh. along." Oh my so, god! So I went to two other clinics before I went to the hospital because I was just like, you know, that you know, friends that were here, they're like, "Yeah, go to." You know, like those little, you know, like those city clinic things that they have sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you can just walk in and walk out. So I did that. And then a couple of them, you know, they just, they all say, oh yeah, you got bronchitis. You got bronchitis because at a glance, it looks just like bronchitis. Like if wow. you glance, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, it's bronchitis. But if you really look, you're like, oh, it's not. You're you like, know? look at the bottom so, of my bronchitis. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what we got to say so, now. Did you see the top and the bottom? Now that we know that, right? They didn't. Yeah. Then now we know that was very helpful because, like, that's crazy. That so, are you cured from it now? Are you completely out of the woods? Nah, like, like the thing is, is like they said, don't get ahead of yourself. You know, because I feel good. Uh I feel all right. I can't probably, you know, like I said, you know, jog around Prospect Park. Like, right. Not that I could even. Not that I could even do that when I was healthy. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. If that's the test, I'm know. failing every time. <laughs> <laughs> but this time around, I got a good reason, you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's it's just like like they're saying like it's unlike any other kind of virus because it tends to linger. Um, sometimes it'll manifest in different ways. Um, they said you know the quarantine at first they were like yeah you know just you know, be huddled up, you know, for two weeks, um, you know, somewhere where you can't give it to people. I'm very fortunate because, like, um, I, I DJ out here, you know, I'm a DJ here at uh, Drink Lounge in Brooklyn, and the two owners, um, Shadon and Norm, you know, they closed the bar because, you know, here in New York, we got those orders, like, all non-essential businesses, you know, have to, you know, basically shut down. So we're not doing any business at the bar. So, you know, with that, they were able to make a little space for me. There's like a little like makeshift area in the building, like, you know, like away from the bar part, but like just still in the building structure Uh and, you know, turn that into a little spot where I can like, you know, chill. That's so nice. I wanted to ask you too, because I know one of the biggest symptoms or one of the symptoms I should just say is the body aches. Now, were you getting those? Are you still having those? Cause I'm so intrigued by the body aches. Like when do they go away? Well, you know, like I've had, uh, okay. I, I'm going to say like being up here in New York, every time I wake up, it, it's, it's now it's been like, okay, I'm not going to look at, social media first because I don't want my day to be slanted after hearing of something bad going on with somebody who just caught this virus. Right. Yes. So, you know, cause in New York, like everyone knows someone that is affected by this. Like, you know, I don't know, Ekin, I think we would talk about it too, but um, you know, we had a couple people that were really instrumental in our music career. Um, you know, me and Shadon, at least in particular, um, when we were working for promo only in New York, right. um, there's like a couple, you know, contacts that, you know, didn't really make it. So 
that really hit. But um, in addition to that, there's just people getting it. And also there's people that, you know, have no symptoms, but they're testing positive. And it's kind of like, what? You know, like it's, yeah. it's really bizarre. Um, so we're getting like everything here. And like, I just didn't want to, you know, I would start the day, you know, like not looking at social um, just because of that. Yeah. You know, just like, oh, man. But the body aches, like, in particular, I've had others mention they've had body aches. I haven't had them, luckily. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. So everyone's kind of different the, and the same in a way. But I'm sorry, what? But But there is, you know, one concern I have is, like, you know, there's like a dull ache, let's say with, um, you know, the kidney area. Cause they said that like, they're now learning that sometimes the virus can affect the kidney area. So I don't know if like I have that or not, but you know, they said that like, um, you know, when I go get checked out, I'm supposed to get the, like a, what's called an all clear appointment. Okay. You know what that is, is like, you know, before I can go, let's say back into society, so to speak, or go back to work or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I have to get, you know, cleared from the doctor and they're going to check out what are called, you know, the antibodies. I don't know if like the, the audience has heard about those where like the antibodies are basically like the white blood cells and the other cells that fight the virus. So like, you know how, like when you get the chicken pox, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a kid and, right. and then you don't get them ever again. You know right. what I mean? Like, it, it, that's what they're looking for. So they're going to be looking for my antibody count. And what that is, is like, it has to be above a certain level for me to be considered immune to it. But, um, you know, that antibody test, like if you think that other test was hard to get, the antibody test is even harder because like some of the chemicals that are needed for it are made in like different countries. Um, you know, some of the, the parts of the test need to be shipped in from different states, you know, so it's not like what they want it to be is, you know, how they want it to be as convenient as let's say a pregnancy test. Right. Right. You know, you walk in, you get the 99%. whole kit and you can do it. Right. Right. <laughs> and of course I'm not equating sickness with pregnancy but no but you're right but the test yeah this it's it's reliable it's dependable we've had it for a long time we know if that thing says you're not pregnant you're pretty much not pregnant but yeah but i don't (laughs) but with the the test kits i'm seeing and i'm hearing maybe you can confirm this too is that like there are a lot of them too they're having problems that they're not even accurate they're 50 percent accurate they're half accurate on whether you even have it or not and that's what they you know like like the hospital it's kind of holding off. They're like, you know, Greg, let's wait like at least a week or two just to see if we can find one that we believe in. Because, you know, the last thing they want to do is that, oh, you're good. You know, right. go ahead, yeah. lick the poles. Go ahead. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so I like, can't wait till we can lick poles seat, again. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, then all of a sudden I could get reinfected, you know. Yeah. So there, you know, that's been a thing now. Like you, and that's, that's very good observation, Brittany. Cause like they were saying that like they have the test, but they're not working. They're not always working like they should. Mm-hmm. And see, it, so, it, it, 
it's it's kind of interesting to talk to you too, Greg, about this because, like I said, New York from 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 watching it from Florida on the news, right? We see all these different areas, and Brittany and I were talking about statistics last week. We were looking at different areas and and how things were going as a compared to Florida, right? And then you look at all the things that we're reading about New York. First, first, one of the first questions I want to ask you next is, do you think that you might have had this? Like, you know, we were talking to you and I before we got here about mm-hmm. December, January that a lot yeah. of doctors and hospitals might have been diagnosing this thing wrong in the beginning, you know what I'm saying, which it also could have started the problem. Did you feel like any of these symptoms that you wound up ultimately having, did you feel like some of this was in maybe a December, January time frame with you? Like you might have been like, oh, my God, well, I just don't feel yeah. I mean, I tell you, the only, thing I, the only thing that was different this recent time around was the shortness of breath. Uh, Everything else I had, I had a little fever. I had that cough. And, you know, like, oh, Brittany, I didn't get to tell you, but I was telling Ethan, I had this one, like, nurse, and she was pretty hilarious. And she figured, like, you know, she could use her humor on me. So <laughs> she was like, okay, now I want you to be, you know, be straightforward with me. Do you have a cough? And I go, yeah. Um, she says, how long have you had it? I said, ah, I don't know, like maybe, you know, like three weeks or so. She said, you've had the cough for three weeks. And I said, okay, maybe about like a month and a half. And then she said, okay, so you've had a cough since um, like the beginning of March. I'm, I'm sorry, the beginning of uh, February. February. Yeah. And then I said, well, no, it was before that. It was like, uh, I'd say somewhere like just before Christmas. Wow. And she leaned in oh. and she goes, and she goes, <laughs> that's not a month and a half ago, you know? <laughs> and then she, and she said the difference between like guys and ladies and how dudes with a cough are still okay in society. You know, like if you hear a guy cough <laughs> and then he, you know, continues doing what he's doing or talking or whatever, like people yeah. are thinking, okay, he has a cough. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you encountered a woman who every time you saw her, she had a cough, you'd be like, are you, you want to get that checked out, right? You know, is that okay? Are you okay? You know, yeah. but she was laughing. She was, like, laughing, like, just like, no, you didn't. You No, how long was it really? You know, like, I was like, okay. It was like, <laughs> uh, just for Christmas. And wow. so, yeah, I, I did have that cough. I had the cough forever. And, um... The fever, like, and you know, my fevers weren't like drastic fevers. They were really like the, you know, the subtle 99.5 instead of like, you know, the normal temperature, 98.6. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so there wasn't like, oh my God, I got a fever. It was just like that. And yeah, but you know, like, Ethan, that's a good point that you bring up because, um, you know, some doctors that I've talked to since have said that, there are many locations that didn't know to look for that right back then because we're right on the cusp of it getting here and becoming a thing, you know? So yeah, there are some, and and that goes to even show like with the, you know, when I was mentioning how the stem of the flu was different than the bronchitis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, like that doctor specifically said, we've been getting some of these, and we've never seen this before, you know, so, but at that time, you know, he had, no one had heard of COVID or anything like that, or, you know, right. like no one was checking for it. I should say they, they probably heard of it, but you know what I mean? It wasn't like a, you know, make sure you test 
these people for COVID, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, Greg, from what you're seeing, right, in New York, and again, like, I have family up there, and but still, it's not the same as being up there. And and from what I'm seeing, from what I'm seeing in pictures and everything, it almost looks like an I Am Legend type situation up there, like the Will Smith movie. Is it realistic, in your opinion, and again, this is just your opinion, but to me, it's a very valid one, because you're actually living in this. Does it seem logical to you that May 1st, we're back, as that we're back, that, that we're back, society is back, the way that you remember it? Well, see, that's the thing. That that's a little bit optimistic. Um, and you know, if there's anybody that's positive, um, it's me, and I'm optimistic too. And that's but what I love about you. When I, I have said, to say, <laughs> I tell you though, I mean, May first, like that's gonna be quick because I'm even just thinking about just the block that I'm on. Not even the block. Maybe like the four blocks um, in Crown Heights right. that I'm on these places won't be able to get to that pre Corona level on May 1st. Like, like it's not, you, know, you start to hear a lot. Like now a lot of people are saying it's not going to be a light switch, you know, and then all yeah. of a sudden everything's back. It's, mm-hmm. you know, more like, you know, those, those dial lights, you know, when you can dim it and then, right. you know, brighten it and then dim because like, I'm thinking of all these restaurants, like, um, first off, first off, wait, 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 I'll start with the bar. I was in, this bar has won like a couple awards for being like, you know, best, best bar in Brooklyn or, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, like those kind of magazine award type things. Okay. And a lot of times, you know, the place is packed. There's been, you know, nights I've DJed, place is packed. Right. And I don't see anyone wanting to be somewhere where a place is packed. It's so true. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, we're not you ready I mean? for that. Like, like, nah. And then even, like, you know, I'm thinking about that. Like, I, you know, we didn't think anything of it before all this. You know? Like, it was just like, oh, okay, it's packed. But wait, you know what? They said they're in the back. Okay, let's go through the back and then go right. through all these people and, you know, <laughs> the music is bumping and you're trying to, like, move to the beat to get to the back. You know what I mean? But, I don't see that. I don't see that right now. And that's just the bar. That's just, you know, that type of atmosphere. And that goes for like any bar, you know, like when the bars start to get filled. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, also because- restaurant too. Oh, go on, yeah. I'm sorry. No, yeah, because and then there's no people who have no symptoms. So like you're literally get and you're bound to touch yeah. everyone in the club at some point trying to walk across the room and you know on right. those bars or whatever. Exactly. And nobody's going exactly. to want to take that chance right now because it's like I'm just trying to get to the DJ to go request my song because I know Egan's about to play it. Okay. Well, well that, you might as well not. You might as well. You, uh, well, I, I, I can save you the trouble of risking your life. You know. But you know what, you know what though, Brittany? You know what, Brittany? I'm welcoming Karen because if Karen r- r- risk her life to come see me in that table, I'm playing her request because I miss Karen. I miss Karen. So if she risk her life to get across that dance floor to get to me, I am playing. I'm playing two of her songs. She deserves Uptown Funk. She deserves it. And you know what's really crazy though? Doesn't it seem like you know this conversation is is so different than what we used to have, especially in New York, Greg. You know this, right? The most we used to worry about was. Is somebody gonna step on my sneakers if I walk across this place? Is somebody gonna oh yeah, step on my shoes? oh yeah. Now we're yeah. worried about if I walk past this person, are they gonna touch me? Have they been, you know? And and that's why. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. way. 
me that the world can even remotely be back to normal. How can we dance on each other again? Brittany, that's a look. That's right? a, that's it's a whole, breaking that's, my heart. Obviously, your heart is. I can see it on your face right now. But, but, but my, my point more so, Greg, not about Britney's twerking woes. Was about, oh my god. You no, know, it was about. Think about it like think about it like this though. Are we ever really going to be comfortable again until we know that everyone can be tested or that there's like a vaccine? And and I, from yeah, I, I don't see you know, it. You know, like are you ever like even if even if we, we haven't seen each other in a while, right? We all get together. Yeah. Five of our friends. We don't know where they've been at. Like, like you know, for the most part, I'm home for the most. I, I can speak for me, right? But I still venture yeah. out. I mean that I'm 100% safe. I go to Target. I go to Publix. Yeah, they got tape right. on the floor. But I'm walking past somebody yeah. down down the candy aisle. That's yeah. when I'm going to get them Frosted Flakes. I have passed that <laughs> a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? And we were not six feet apart. I don't yeah. know what yeah. happened in that aisle. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and 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 Greg, I'm I'm so glad that like you're such a positive person. And to me, you were the perfect person to talk about this. But I just in real in real in real life, I'm just I'm sitting here right now. I listen to the president who is also aka not Britney's president. When he goes <laughs> May first, and I'm like, we don't have a we don't have a vaccine. Yeah. We have we have yet to say we have enough tests for everybody. And then even to Brittany's point, the tests that they got, they're not even sure if they're all reliable. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like it's almost like now the 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 beginning test, the ones that will show you like if you're positive or not. Mm-hmm. Brittany, you're right. Like like there's a bunch of those. They're more reliable, I should say, though. But there's uh-huh. still some that aren't reliable, you know? Yeah. But but generally speaking, like the one that I had, because there's apparently a couple different kinds. The one that I had, oh man, oh oh, I got to relive it. The Q-tip, the long Q-tip. <laughs> yeah, the, the long Q-tip, and they like basically poke it to the base of your face from your nose. Oh my! Oh. You know, so it's like almost like you know, like that. Uh, well, let me see if I can touch your brain game that you had. In yes. Fourth grade. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was that. And but with this long Q-tip, and then they do both nostrils. Oh, I didn't and see that. I didn't, couldn't watch the whole video. I've seen people get them done, and I could not. I cringe. I squirm. I can't even watch the video. Maybe you so know what? Maybe both? you know what? Maybe that video that, should. That one was accurate. You you know what? Maybe that video should be shared more, like on social media, and people would stay home if they saw that video. They really would. Greg, yeah. Greg, in yeah. New York, in New York, is it? I don't even. Well, I guess I do know how to ask it as straight as I can ask it. You know, we're seeing like all these, especially on I've, I've seen it a lot more on like the social media, like Instagram and that sort of thing of like pretty much a lot of these places. It's just body on top of body on top of body on top of body. Is it really like that in New York? Or is that just is it just some things are magnified for national news or, you know, I'm getting it on HLN, CNN. I'm not I'm not you know, I'm not getting that local news that you guys are getting up there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But, I, you know, but we've seen images of like it just be stacks of, of, of black bags and, and it, it looks so sad too. you know, it's like all these bodies and it's like they don't know what to do with them. It's like yeah. they're almost they're giving us the message like it's so many it's so many people passing away. We don't know what to do with these bodies. And that's what we're seeing a lot on this end. Is it is that the. the well, he, I mean, you don't now you because you know you you're native. I've just been here a long time, mm-hmm. so you might have heard there's this island um, that was used for for the longest time, like since World War II. Like whenever they couldn't identify bodies, right? They would bury 
them at this little island. You know, and I say little, kind of like, imagine like a Rikers, but not, you know, like just right. somewhere else right. in the rivers. And um, they would go to it. And at one point, uh, there were, there was like a refrigerated truck that was unloading some bodies up there. And, you know, what they do is like, you know, everyone's tagged, you know, with their name and their identity and stuff like that. So, um, uh, you know, I don't know the protocol for anything, but it's like, yeah, they were putting some bodies up there. Now, I don't know if they've continued to do that, but it did hit the news. I remember a couple of weeks ago or something. Right. And, you know, that, that was, that was a thing that was happening. Um, because you know, the rate just kept going up and up and up. So I think what they did is like, they started talking about that because, you know, that was a place that was traditionally used. Heart Island. Heart Island. Yeah. 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 It's called Heart Island. I yeah. was trying to think of what it's it was called. called. Heart yeah. Island? Like H-A-R-T. H, like Kevin oh, Hart. Yeah. Oh, my. Man, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a weird, ironic yeah. name. If you look it up online, the, the one of the big headlines, it says it has a long, a long history as an epidemic burial ground. Wow. And yeah, yeah, man, it's so scary to think because like also I saw one case where it was like they found that you can get the coronavirus from a dead body, which makes sense because I mean, they have it's like you're you have it on your body, you have it in your in your system. So like that's the other concern. They're burning these bodies like or or are they burning bodies? Like, I don't know. I hear that, too. I'm saying that like that. Yeah, I don't even know. know. I've heard buried, but you know, burning, buried, it could be any of that. I don't know. Mm. I've seen the, I've seen them with the truck and everything. And also that was a little bit kind of jarring. You could imagine they had say. a refrigerated truck on Park Avenue. Wow. Like, yeah. Cause you know, Mount, was it, is it a, yeah, I can't remember, is it Mount Sinai? I think that's there. It's like one of the Mount Sinai's in Manhattan is off of Park Avenue and something, but um, they had a truck basically, you know, where the Waldorf Astoria and like all these other like ritzy spots are. Right. And then they had this truck with bodies and they were like waiting for it to fill up and then I guess take it to Hard Island or something. But, um, you know, like, like every time people would go up, that's like all people would talk about is just like, you know, this whole thing. And, um, you know, some of the restaurants here are open, but they're open for just takeout only. But yeah. they were popping before. And, you know, like like some of them were popping, like, let's say, as sit-down restaurants, you know? Right. Like where you could tell, like, you know, a party for, oh, you know what, should we get another bottle of wine? Okay. You know, like, like it's one of those. The yeah. It was cool. So people stayed and spending money and stuff. And now, like, you know, they're doing takeout. But, you know, that's a fraction of what they were making Exactly. Yeah, you can't survive. And that's the other thing that I'm scared about with the businesses too. those, those smaller businesses, how can you survive off half the let's just say they break down half the people they allow in to even service? Okay, how is where's the profit to even keep buying supplies, buying product and keeping your employees paid and the rent paid and the bills. So it's just like, I feel like our economy, we're, even though it's like, we need to get back to work, we're not ready for it at all. We're not ready to just open back up. It's, yeah. it's, because in, it's social distancing is, is not going to get instantly lifted with the decree 
of, oh, yeah, let's get back to work, everybody. You know, because like, now people are still going to be like, oh, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Greg, I got I got one more question to ask you, and um, before I and I'd, I'd like to get into a like I said I I'm I'm glad that you took the time to actually give Brittany and I some some ground zero insight yeah. on on this whole thing, um, this part because you're married, and so the stories that we get again and again I'm I'm always to me like and I guess Brittany's probably getting the same kind of stories, and we talk about these kind of things. You know, you you hear these stories of that a lot of these people, once they get quarantined, right, they're alone, like their family can't come see them. How was how was yeah. that part of the experience for you? Because, I mean, once they quarantine you, right, there's no family members. I mean, I guess you still had your phone so you can communicate, right? But there's no family right. members that can come see these people. And the people that have rest in peace that have passed that have passed from this they're pretty much like dying alone because once they take them back into this quarantine area when they family hear anything else it's either that they're coming out like you were fortunate enough to come out and now you're get you're getting you're you're getting healthy again or they're calling them with the phone call yeah yeah and i mean i just be real i mean it sucks you know because the thing about it for instance like you know me and my wife were based in Queens, and we're like just presently staying at her aunt's place. Right. But her, her aunt also had a couple relatives that were staying with her too for a little while that she planned on having, you know, a while back to come out and stay. So, you know, the place was like, it was a bit crowded, you know, and yeah. you know, her, her aunt is like super vivacious and lively and, you know, she's close to 70, I think, you know, but, She's still, you know, still active, you know, active lady. New Yorker, getting it in. You know, Mm. right? And, you know, that's the thing. Like, when before I got out of the hospital, I had a social worker slash public health woman. Uh, She, her job was to just kind of basically give, like, an exit interview. Right. You know, like, you know, how did you like the service, this and that. But with this, with all this going on, she was like, okay. All that was cool. Now, where, like, do you have a place that you're going to? And she said, are you going home or are you going this and that? And I said, well, I have some friends that, you know, created an area where I could go to and heal. And I said, the reason is that I didn't want to go, quote unquote, home to Queens because, you know, I'm in a crowded place where I could easily give any of them what I had. You know, and I also, you know, had offers to stay in Brooklyn with friends, but they, I guess, weren't fully aware of how contagious yeah. it was, you know. So I had to say, well, you know, I, I can't do that. A, you know, hey, you have kids. I mean, not only you yourself, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have kids. Yeah. I would love to stay there with you guys, of course, in any normal circumstances, but, you know. Well, that's awesome um, that you weren't selfish and you weren't like, well, I mean, they're saying it's okay. Like you knew better because it's true. And that's the other thing. A lot of people still don't like, I know that was, you know, a while back, but still recent. But I think that that's the case yeah. still. And people are making exceptions for their friends, you know? And it's like, I had, when we lost Griff Gotti, I had some guy hit me up. I had never spoken to him. And he was like, where's the, the funeral? I'll, I'll drive there. I'll go. Me and my friend are going there for sure. And it's like, 
you know, of course, that's like in, in thought, that's great. That's thoughtful. Of course, you support and love this person. But that's exactly the opposite is what he would have wanted was a funeral and a gathering of people while this is all still going on. And so, yeah. yeah, you know, people are trying to be friends. But right now, I don't think the time like you got to you got to you know do what's the right the right thing, not what's the best thing I think I that was, you want to do. I was so lucky. Yeah. And you're right, Brittany. Like it's you know, I had consciously do what was right, of course. You know, I haven't seen my wife in like six weeks, pretty much, you know. Oh, wow. Um, overall, like total. I mean, yeah. you know, besides like FaceTime and everything, you know. And oh, yeah, but that's it's other. Yeah, you know. And, same. you know, all of that is just not good. And, you know, just, I mean, she's happy that I'm getting better. And that's her main yeah. concern, but. At the same time, you know, sometimes I'm just around like, okay, now what do I do? Now, <laughs> he yeah. knows that I um I make music as well, so I still, you know, put out tunes like in, like more of like an electronic lounge type of sound nice. under the name under the name Complex Crusade. So I've got some stuff out on Spotify and Apple Music for that. <laughs> I'm, nice. grooving, you know, I'm, grooving, but, I'm grooving right now, Greg. I'm grooving right now. He is. He's moving his head. He's bobbing it. I'm thinking about them sounds right now. I'm thinking about that playlist. <laughs> so. so, yeah, it, it's just, I tell you, man, New York is, is forever changed from this. Because, like, you know, I just think about, think, think, zoom out for a second, y'all. Think about how packed the Apple store used to be, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, like imagine places, not just up here, but even down there that were packed, you know, and now they're not going to, they're not going to be like that on May 1st. <laughs> you know no. what I mean? I mean, it's crazy. Now you speaking of that because the Apple store is like a club, but I actually stood in, <laughs> I actually, I actually stood in line the other day to get in Home Depot. I'm talking about a line that they had yeah. going up, yeah. going down yeah. and then going the other way. One what did you need from Home Depot? You don't do nothing around the house. First of all, first of all, first of all. Who hung that up back there? Not first, you. Actually, I did hang that right there. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, first of all, you ain't gonna just jump on my house because <laughs> been here and you seen that these walls are painted. Don't yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't paint them, but they're painted. You you, you act like and, and look, I can bang a nail if I need to. <laughs> And actually, oh what I was, yeah, and actually, what I was getting from Home Depot, since you must know. I need to know. Actually, I don't even know what I got from you. <laughs> he gets to go into places to do something. I don't even remember. Just like that. Just that quick. I don't. Even, oh, you know what I did? I took some stuff back to Home Depot. I had way too many. You know, when we when I first moved in here and all the stuff I bought, like, oh, I changed all the light switches and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. That's, that's, that's two or four screws. It's kind of easy, easy job for me. But I bought way too many. So I took them back. The lady was like, um, what's the reason for returning them? I said, I got too many, lady. I went, you know, I always go walking around Home Depot because first of all, I need to stretch my legs and get out. But I was like literally in line at Home Depot. I was like, in, I was like, yo, I'm in line. Yeah. Returning yeah. some screws. You're in line to get in. Right? Yeah, I'm in line to get in. Yeah, yeah. That's like, you know, a lot of places are like that here now where Walgreens and, uh, you know, the supermarket, like, they're all, like, you know, lines out the door. People Man. are, like, getting in. They're letting, like, I guess, 
maybe a certain number of people in at a time. It's a very, so, you know, all of that. It's like forever changing, you know? Right. Yeah. It's a very, it's a very different time. So Greg, um, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm big on this with you. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for this conversation for one, because for the first and foremost is knowing you the way that I do. And as personal as we are brothers that we are, the fact that you're getting better, like that, that pleases yeah. me because you know, every story that we hear about this and Brittany and I have, have visited this on a cup, a couple of different occasions, you know, with, with, the, with uh, Southern hospitality, the podcast and every conversation has been, has been different. And, you know, when I had got word that, you know, you were going through the experience, I was like, yo, I wonder if he's even up to talking to me about it. So I, I appreciate the fact that you're so open and candid about, you know, what's been going on with you but what i'd like to do um because I'd, I'd like to you know shift the conversation to some other things that that you know that you're doing and i it, and and bring sugar bear into conversation yeah. that's a whole nother story but oh, man. if you could give if you, <laughs> if you could give you know anybody like any advice on you know this whole experience you know what what would you tell them um, you know, like it's it's definitely way easier said than done, but maybe hone in on the desire to get tested. You know, try to do whatever you can do to get tested. Yeah. Because there's already so much that they don't know about this. You know, oh they if they have symptoms, then they might have it. Oh, if they don't have symptoms, then they might have it. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, what? <laughs> it's like double talk. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, go try to get tested, maybe even, you know, like, with symptoms. Say, hey, look, I'm having these symptoms, so I need to get tested. Or... Mm-hmm. I think we might have lost him. Did oh, we lose Greg? Yeah, we lost him. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Greg's back. Greg, we were just, you want, <laughs> want, you want to finish your thought? Cause I was asking Brittany something else. You want to, you want to, where you fit, you want to finish your thought? Oh, yeah. you, you were speaking on, you know, really honing in on getting tested. We want to give you a chance to finish that thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause like, um, with, you know, getting tested, that's going to help not only you, but it's going to help everyone around you. Um, in terms of us getting to know who has it, who doesn't, who needs to get treated, who, who is immune, you know, like, like, you know, it'll answer a lot more questions um, the sooner people can get tested. Um, you know, that that's the start of the journey, I would say. And then after that, there's just so many other things, depending on how your test results come out, you know. Right. I was just telling Brittany, like, I, I just I just feel. I don't I don't feel bad. I don't feel scared. I just feel different after this conversation with you. Like, I feel like this is the most that I've actually known since this whole coronavirus thing started. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not sure if you've actually said a lot that, you know, we haven't heard in rumors or whatever, but your confirmation and giving those, giving real insight because you actually have been through it has made me, you know, like, and I already think that I take it serious because I haven't even let people come to my house. Like I always be like, yo, man, I'm off today. Yo, I'm going to come through. Uh, no, you're not. Um, why not? Because I'm quarantined, yo. I'm quarantined. Dude, I had a guy invite me to Miami this morning. Come to Miami this weekend. Come hang out. I said, what? First of all, Brittany, that's another part of the story. Don't be, you've been asking for good DMs. You finally got a good DM, and now no. you're complaining. We'll get to that. Brittany, was it, was it, okay, you know what? Was it a DM, Brittany, or did he, did he DM you? It was a DM. So it was a good DM. No, it wasn't. 
If he asked you to go to Miami, that is very different. That is a good DM. He didn't come on there and say, hey, you want to quarantine with me, baby? He didn't say none of that. He <laughs> offered you a trip. I mean, he offered you a trip during a pandemic, but he offered you a trip. Thank you. So he's trying to tell me he don't care about my life. That's what well, I heard. That's not what he's saying. What he's saying is he cares about your weight. You know why I know he cares about your weight? Because he know if he take you to Miami right now, ain't a lot of restaurants open. So you ain't going to eat a lot. He cares about your weight. You got, it depends on how you're looking at things, Brittany. You got to look at things I, a different no, way. No, I could not believe I got invited to Miami this weekend. That is crazy. Greg, Greg, Greg shifting this whole that's conversation. Hilarious. I'm sorry, Greg. Greg, Greg shifting this whole nah. conversation. Part of what we're talking about here, right, is Brittany. I wouldn't say she has a distaste for men, but she feels like men ruin lives, right? So they last, can. So it's last proven. a big yeah. discussion came up about, you know, whether it was appropriate to send DMs during a pandemic while we're quarantined, all of that stuff, right? And then it came out because, uh-huh. because Brittany allows me to explore her life that Brittany has never gotten a good DM. So I pleaded, I pleaded, Greg, with the Southern Hospitality family, <laughs> which you are also a part of, and apparently it worked. You got a DM <laughs> and got invited to Miami. And no. now complaining. Okay, Brittany, what did, the, did he say hello first? What did the DM say? He said, uh, oh, crap, I don't, it was very simple. It was like, oh, here's the thing. It was simple. It was like a high type of thing. Is it somebody new? Is it somebody, no, somebody new? Some- Oh my God! Oh, oh, oh! Greg, I, no. got Greg, I know you can't see it, but right now no. I'm waiting. Celebrate good times. No, no, no. no. No, let me tell you where you're wrong, Mike. I want every girl to hear this, and you too, Sugar Bear. So, <laughs> yes, this dude, freaking, my okay, he invited me to Miami. He didn't say, "Hey, um, I'll send you some gas money for you to come to Miami." Hey, I got this oh, over. Wait, he lives there already? Oh, he wanted you to just come down. Yeah, to go to Miami where oh, he was at. Oh, man. Wait, but wait, wait. Okay, wait. Oh, oh I, think, I see what okay. you're saying. Now it makes sense why y'all were like, yeah, yeah that's to great. Meet him. Yeah, I oh, thought I, yeah, I thought he was like okay. in Fort Myers with you or somewhere close no. and y'all ride down. Y'all could talk yeah, to him exactly. on Alligator like, Alley. Take, you, know, you know how the difference is to take you to Miami. Thank you. To, if, if you're going to be. If, you, if you're going to be around, you got some extra time. Can you make it down? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot different. That's a lot different. Okay. You see what I'm saying? These men, they just yeah, don't know how yeah. to, they Brittany, don't know how to come Brittany, at women. Wait, wait a minute, Brittany. You are still not, you're still, wait a minute. Now, we have just immediately jumped. <laughs> Greg and I did miss a little bit of the story because I, I, but I did, I, and I'm man enough to take that. But in his defense, playing the attorney that I am, Watch a lot of watch a lot of Law and Order, a lot of lot of poop. Yeah, I know how to that's defend. I know, that's right. I know how to I know how to defend this. Attorney man. Walker here. Go yeah, on. I, I know how to right. defend man. Now, Miss Brittany, how did the DM conversation begin? Okay, he jumped in my DM. Whoa, 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 whoa! Your Honor, permission to treat the witness is hostile because how, how how did my client? How did said DMer? What what do you mean when you say he jumped in your DMs? Like, did he, just, did he say hello? He did said, he, huh? "What I was have, the first thing he said?" I'm gonna tell you right now because I don't remember exactly. I was so offended. Uh, oh my God, Greg! She was offended by a high. He oh no! This is how he start. No, I'm gonna tell you. He did start off with a good line. I'm gonna tell you the line started off good. That's why I respond. Now I remember. He said, "Hey, legend." Boom! Stop! 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 Wow! Please, please, please instruct. Please and. Judge Greg, please keep listening. Please tell Judge Greg 
how that is how that is interpreted as jumping in your DMs. The man opened up with Hey Legend. That is a, that is a nice approach, in my opinion, Your Honor. Yeah. yeah that is not, that is. You want me to tell you jumping? You want me to show you jumping, Brittany? You want me to tell you what jumping is? What? Hey, Shorty, what your name really is? See how you didn't understand that? Yeah. You didn't understand that, Shorty? What your name really is? Shorty, what your name really is? That that's jumping in your DM. That man came in with. Hey, legend. And you smiled when you saw it. Did you not? Did you smile, Miss Brittany, when you saw it? Yes, I did. I did smile like, oh, uh, that was uh, 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 uh. Your Honor, permission to treat this witness as hostile. I just need to answer, Your Honor. Did he make you smile? Yes. Okay. Now, after he made you smile and he said, hey, legend, what did you respond with? Well, I went to go peep his Instagram. I talked to everybody, right? So I went to go check I'll his Instagram. You not. You had to no, I'll tell you why. To prejudge him. The only reason why, I'm telling you this, and I'm going to sound so douchey because he was verified. He's verified, right? So I was like, who is this? So I was like, who is <laughs> No. Who is this? So I go to his page, and then I see that he does work like he does, uh, like where he talks about uh media and like how the inner like uh the social media works and stuff like he's done interviews with on tv and stuff where he's talking about this stuff so i'm like, okay this guy is well educated he's got you know a brain or whatever so, so wait a minute so wait a minute. what you're saying is that he wasn't trying to get you in just vip with this with the sprinkler with this with the sparklers on the bottom is that what you're saying miss miss Brittany? is that what you're saying <laughs> it appears what? i would say it appears so at this moment it appears okay. so now again now, okay. now, speaking, speaking of someone who could seem a little bit shallow, don't you think that it was a little bit shallow of you, Miss Brittany, to go and peep his Instagram before you responded after the gentleman came in and made you smile in the very beginning of the conversation? <laughs> no, no. I hey, get, can, I, can I get a gavel? Can I, can yeah, I get yeah. a gavel here? Oh, or can I just okay. There you go. And also, okay. too, and also, too, using your words, Miss Brittany, douchey. <laughs> but you know what, though? Like, as, as a woman, I could see her wanting to know who is this. Who uh, exactly? You know what I'm like, so I you know, said, like, right. So what did you say? You know what? Obviously, go, Greg. You know what I noticed about this conversation? Mm, the blue check <laughs> kind of remind me of the champagne VIP bottle. That's what the blue check is. As soon as he saw the blue check, he's like, oh, no, the, no. The, the, blue, the blue check. Now, now, now I'm seeing now the blue check, Greg, is just like being in VIP. Oh, he got a blue check. Let me let me go down three more rows of pictures. <laughs> Brittany, 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 you're seeming a little bit douchey right now. A little bit douchey right now. <laughs> okay, okay, then what happened? Then what happened? So, so and then he laughed at this this um, picture I had posted on my story about J Lo and, and Diddy when they were like they used to be together and someone commented how they shot the club hold, up. Back hold, hold, is that the one where you're reading a book? Because remember no. you said, oh, so so are do are you reading any books on your Instagram? <laughs> no, not right so now. I, and if I'm not mistaken, Miss Brittany, in past conversation you have said you'd like for gentlemen to talk to you about books that you read, right? Yes, I do. Well, how about Miss Brittany? Can you tell us one book that you've read on your Instagram? <laughs> no, wait, like three, like a month, a couple months ago, I read a book. 
Look, if you're a guy and I look at your Instagram, will I see you reading any literature? Oh, yeah, yeah, you will. Yes, you will. Yes. You Where? Will. What picture do you have of you reading any oh, literature? Picture. And- there's a book on the back of my nightstand. You can see in the back I of my nightstand. I said you're reading some literature. I didn't say I didn't say setting up a, a house for HGTV. I said <laughs> actual literature. Okay, Penny, I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep stopping you. Okay, then how did the conversation? Where did the conversation go bad? So here's where we also I said, ha ha, hello. And I saw that his work. So I said, great work. I see you're doing. And I put like, you know, like good for you. I'm happy. Was he attractive though? At this point though, was he attractive to you at this point? For me, it's not my type. Did he have not a wingspan? Did he, did he yawn in any of his pictures so you could see his wingspan? <laughs> no wingspan. No wingspan. <laughs> so, so this is where it was going. So now we're getting to it. No. This is where it was going wrong. You know what, Brittany? I hate to have to hashtag you this for this episode, but you are now hashtag douche Brittany. Because once you saw that that man was not super attractive and his wingspan wasn't in your class, you immediately wanted to shoot him down. No, I promise that's not what it was. I just wanted to see who it was. So then that's when he like, you know, the small talk. What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So then you do what he asked you. What do you do? Yeah. Should have swung on him right there. Conversation over. He know what you do. <laughs> okay, my bad. Right. Go ahead. My bad. My bad. So, so then, you know, small talk, just hello, hello, hello. Then he goes to come to Miami this weekend so we can hang out. It was like, uh, oh, because he said he was Colombian. I said, that's cool. My bestie's Colombian. And he's like, come to Miami this weekend. Come hang out. So where where is he located? He's in Miami. Oh, he's in Miami. Okay. He's in Miami. So he didn't offer me gas. He told me to go to him during a pandemic. Okay. Uh, we shouldn't be visiting <laughs> no one right now. Like uh, that's especially th- someone you don't even know, huh, Brittany? Don't even know. Don't even know. And so right. who else? Is, who else is he having there on other weekends? It's not worth it to me. By wait, the way, I'm not. I'm, wait, wait, who else is he having? It? Wait, he might have another Corona girl there on another weekend. Yes, you know. <laughs> Greg, that's Greg. That's Britney's fate. That's Britney's go-to line during the pandemic. He might have had another Corona girl there before me. He didn't clean the sheets, and then I got Corona. Thank you. You know what? When you say when you say Corona girl, I just remember way back in the day they had those people that would represent the beer, and they would walk around like the beer bars, and they would wear like the Corona the logo and stuff, and have like swimsuits and stuff on. And be like, oh, that. Oh no, no. Current day Corona girl. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's different now. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's careless. It's irresponsible. It was so unattractive. Not that I'm looking like I said. I don't want nothing to do with no men's and no right life ruiners. So, Brittany, now let me ask you this. I get it. I get did it. You, did you take the time? Because this is this this right here is a teaching experience. Did you take the time to, as my grandmother would say, did you take the time to learn him? Because you could have told him a. Dude, you don't invite no woman, especially that you just met out during a pandemic. We're quarantined right now. I wanted to tell him that so bad because I was like, just I wanted to honestly scold him like a parent, but then oh I knew that God. was yeah, that's how bad I wanted to. I wanted to be like, are you crazy right now? Like, oh, why would you even do that? You should be more educated. You seem like you have your stuff together. Why do you think that that's okay? Like, that is such horrible human behavior to me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Horrible yeah. human behavior during the Rona. It's a, it's a, t- yes, you're being irresponsible. And, uh, yeah. So then, uh, I just said, I said, I have a boyfriend, so I'm not going over there. <laughs> 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 I'm 
I said, but if you need help spreading awareness on anything, you can hit me up about that. If you want to do something good for a community and you want to talk about that, we can talk about that. That's what I told him. Brittany. So you only use men when you need them. Yes. You, you insta- oh, wow. You instantly have a, <laughs> you instantly have a boyfriend because you just. Want to be there. No, I do have a boyfriend again. You got a boyfriend again? Yeah. <laughs> such an up and down. This is such an up and down. Look, Brittany, look, you, you, you got to warn me of these things before Brittany the show. What's got it going on? You got <laughs> to no. keep up, E. I know. <laughs> things change day to day here. You well, know? you know like, why things change day to day? Because her appetite changes from day to day. <laughs> Brittany, no. does, Brittany, Brittany does not want to cook, Greg. So it's like, you know what? Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. We can be together. We can be together. No, <laughs> fuck, no, no kissing, though. We can be together. Though. No, We're not kissing. It's quarantine. We're not kissing. <laughs> This corner. <laughs> uh, look, I don't oh, know, man. Oh, oh, Brittany, as always, I I wish you the best, and and um, I need it. I, I do. I I wish you the best, and I'm I'm always here for you. I'm here. You know what you can do anytime you want to vent. Even though I am a man, I will take it for these men. I will take it for these men. You know, and and but I have to play devil's advocate. You know, I, that's why you know I have to I have to bring you to court. I have to get the real points out. So don't I, don't. I enjoy that. court. Yeah, like you have to law and order. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I I've watched at least three episodes of first forty eight today alone. Oh my God. Today, <laughs> and and I know here's what I know. I know if you would have asked for a cigarette, you was about to tell me <laughs> too. You was about if I would have got you to a cigarette, you were about to tell me You're the entire so truth. Stupid. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Greg, um Greg, 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 please, um, whenever whenever you want to be a guest on Southern Hospitality. You are more than welcome here. I want you to continue to get well, my brother. And because, you know, we probably got some drinking to do when this whole pandemic thing is over. Yeah, you we know? do. Yeah, oh. man. I've been been saving the days, you know. So. <laughs> That's it, man. Um, I might even get, you know what? I might even get Brittany and whoever is the guy of choice during that time. Like if she's, you know, not that she has a lot of guys, but if she's we in a going to New York. Yeah, we can go to we go to New York and, and hang out with Greg. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that'd be dope. That'd yeah, be dope. The pandemic is over. Greg and I just sit in a bar and have drinks too. Like we've done that. Like even if it's like 30 minutes, we just we got to get together and sit in a bar. <laughs> exactly. Soon as this is over. Yeah, when it's over. Um, but yeah, Greg, like um, keep us keep us. Um, well, I know I'll be updated because I don't plan on just talking to you one day. I kind of talk to you like a lot more, especially now that I'm like mm-hmm. you know. Greg and I had this talk too, Brittany. That. We have got to learn to stop catching up with our friends when we hear something. It's a phone. Talk to your people. If you love them, check on them. Talk to your people. Greg 100. didn't scold me. No Greg doubt. didn't scold me. He didn't scold me, but we did have that talk. Like, bro, come on, bro. Like, we, you we, know. we have mutual friends. We had a mutual friend that, like, got – she played detective, and she figured it out. She was like, wait. Yeah. I haven't heard from Greg yeah. in a long time. You know, I was like, oh. And that's what started. Like something ain't right. And I mean, another thing about me and Greg. Let me tell you about about how how tight Greg and I are. When I first got to Orlando, right, mm-hmm. what I wanted to do was I wanted to see the scene. So I didn't care what club I went to, what kind of club it was. <laughs> I just wanted to go out. Greg and I were at all kinds of clubs. I remember one night we was in a gay bar, right? This girl walked up. She was like, "Y'all, y'all like y'all lost." And we was like, "Nah, we meant to be here." We just wanted to see the scene. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we were so out of we yeah. so place. Like we were just at the bar drinking. But for what was going on around us in the bar, we were clearly out of place. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't bothered about it. We just had the right. bar. But they could clearly see, like, 
Yeah, them dudes, they, they ain't normally in here. They not. <laughs> Girl, and a couple girls came and talked to us with them. It was like, I remember the conversation. So it was such a cool combo because we wound up being cool with them. But they were like, y'all meant to be in here? We like, yeah. And then, I, you know, we gave them the story and we wanted to see the scene and, you know, this, that, and the other and what Greg did. And right that time, I didn't really tell people about my job, you know, selling sneakers. You know, I wasn't, I was DJ Eakin, but not the most i was working on being the most connected so i didn't yes. you know, I, I ain't go out with like girl you know them jordans come out next week i can get you you know i didn't I wasn't tell that <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no we weren't there yet it wasn't that he can wasn't, yeah, wasn't yet, you that. know <laughs> greg you, not I'm a, advised not advised <laughs> greg, greg um i feel like um i know i asked you this before if you want to leave uh, i'll let you leave the last thought on southern hospitality um first before i let you do that though Brittany. Where can they find you on social media? Because it's only right that they get in them DMs. Wait, yeah, wait, no, wait, don't wait. Yeah. Are we're you accepting? Fine. Are you still accept? Are you accepting DM? Are we still trying to find a good DM? Well, that was a good DM. It just went left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. That was a great DM, but it just went so left, right, so quickly. I, I, I like that line though. Hey, legend, I might, I might have to use right? that. Right, I like that. I that know. Was a that's, good, like, like, that's like instant smiley. He just, he just went, he just, he didn't look at the calendar though. It was like immediate invite to Miami during a pandemic. He just went all, <laughs> he came into place cool and then tripped. Oh, damn it. Trip knocked the girl with the bottles over and knocked somebody yeah. else drink down. He just tripped or whatever. Brittany, where can they find you? Brittany, where can they find, where can they find you on social media? Basic bridge underscore. That's everywhere, right? Yes, follow me on everything. Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, Brittany Gonzalez. Nah, don't even say it. Yeah, don't say it. Because nobody, <laughs> nobody's going to damn TikTok, okay? Nobody's going to damn TikTok. <laughs> nobody's going to damn TikTok. He, he favorite platform. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, before we go to, I, I got this one last thought. You know who I'm, who I'm mad at right now? Who? You know who's getting who? on my last damn nerve? And it's not the TikTok people right now. You know who's getting on my nerves? Who? The film old. What you going to do with your stimulus check? Spend it or invest it, ass people. They getting on my damn... It's none of your damn business what I'm going to do with my stimulus I check, okay? you were one of those people. I, I don't care what you do with your stimulus check. I don't, I'm, not on, I'm not on Facebook talking about what, what y'all doing with your stimulus check. It ain't none of your damn business what I'm doing. When I'm, if I decide to get online right now and shop at Nordstrom's 40% off sale, that's my business. That's with how my you're spending your check. Trump bucks? I didn't say that. I'm just saying if that's how I feel like it, that's what I'm going to do. I, trying to make me feel bad because you know what makes it so bad though too when you ask them people about investments they can't even tell you nothing but they weren't <laughs> about i'm investing my money they don't know nothing but like i'm gonna put my money in a savings account that ain't no damn investment <laughs> that ain't no investment so shut your trying to be educated ass up and get off my matter of fact you muted for 30 days for asking me that you're, you're muted, muted. Like, you're muted for 30 days for asking that wow. already, already was tired the tool exactly i already was tired of your ass i already was tired of your ass <laughs> I already was tired of your ass out here trying to TikTok me to death. I let you slide. I didn't I didn't mute you. But when you came on there trying to suddenly be educated because your little check came early, because your check came and you and I already heard that ugly people got their checks first. So don't get me started. <laughs> on but that's another story. Greg, um, Southern Hospitality, man, at DJ Eakin on all social media. I'm getting out of here. Greg, one last thought. We'll leave it with you and tell them where they can find you on social media, man. Well, everybody, you know, stay safe, stay home. When you can, you know, like only go out for emergencies, take care of each other, take care of your community and, you know, keep up with all the developments and all this stuff, what's going on. You know, we got to return ourselves back to, you know, some sense of normalcy here. But while you're doing that, though, I did put out an EP called Social Distancing. 
Boom. And you can find it on Apple Music, Spotify, nice. Tidal, all the all the interweb. And I'm available on at Comfort Crusade for pretty much everything. Instagram, Twitter, all that. At Comfort Crusade. Yeah, so go check out check out the EP and there's a lot of music up there too from other stuff I did. I mentioned like I went a little more loungy with it, a little more chill rather than, you know, depressing and apocalyptic. <laughs> it's good you wine. It's, it's, it's good. It's good wine music, Brittany. It's good for you. You'll like it. It's good. It's good. It's good after work I'm wine. I'm gonna rock you know out that? to it later. <laughs> Everybody, man, catch <laughs> us, man. Wherever you get your podcast, fix that, man. Uh, Southern hospitality for the lovely Miss Brittany Gonzalez, who finally got a good DM last week. I am DJ and my partner, Greg. <laughs> Sugar Bear Comfort Crusade Graham. I appreciate you being here, man. And get well soon. We'll talk soon, man. We are gone. You got it. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. Hey, everybody. This week on Duffified Live, we've got a chef. Yep, we got a chef. His name is Mike Harris, and Mike used to be with McDonald's. So I got a pretty good feeling we're going to get some secrets. You know, when I worked for McDonald's, I spent more time behind mirrored glass serving consumers stuff. And some of the things I would hear, like, would destroy my brain. So, like, um... I'm a I'm a certified barbecue judge and I do like KCBS barbecue competitions on the side. Okay. So we were doing a like a some kind of barbecue burger or chicken or whatever it was, and I made this banging barbecue sauce that like, you know, people on the circuit would be like, "This is legit. This is how you do it." <laughs> so I serve a bunch of McDonald's consumers this, and they're like, "What is this? Why can't you just put the McRib sauce on everything? Oh, like, what are you doing? What are you talking about?" So. <laughs> And once again, it's like, okay, that is that is the consumer base. Three other guys in white chef coats are holding you back like you're getting ready to start banging on the mirror. It happens every time. This was and like four <laughs> years ago, like, hey, let's do sriracha. And there are consumers out there who still have no idea what sriracha is. They haven't right. even heard of it. There are so many consumers that are not – you know, you know, foodies or um, on social media, like a majority of Americans don't really care. And I wouldn't say don't care, but are not like that's not their thing. It's just um, not. But then, sure. then you have a, a, a good vocal minority who kind of help get the trends going and things like that as far as, you know, high end restaurants getting new ingredients and how that trend curve happens in our society. It was interesting to be in that big machine like McDonald's in my previous life. But I do. I definitely can do both sides. So depending on who my customer is, I have to know, uh, you know, make things for them and not assume that they want my awesome creation. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play and RadioInfluence.com.